I love that this is a resource that says, hey, you need to really peer into the heart and mind of a step parent and learn what that's like. If you're a bio parent who's not a step parent, you really don't know what that feels like. And isn't it amazing how far empathy takes us? Because that's really what you're talking about. You're talking about just empathize with the person, get up from your side of the table, go to the other side of the table and see from the other person's perspective. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are blended kingdom families and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF podcast. We are so excited that you're here with us today. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment, send us your reviews. We would love to get your feedback on this and any other episode. Also, if you happen to be listening on Audible, that's awesome, but just know that the full video format of this podcast is on our YouTube channel, Blended Kingdom Families YouTube. You can go and check this episode out. And today we are super excited to welcome a guest with us today, Cheryl Shoemake. It is awesome to have you on the BKF podcast. It is awesome to be here. I really just enjoy your ministry so much, so I feel very honored to be to be a part of it, to be asked to be on the platform. Thank you. Oh, Cheryl, we love you. Cheryl has an amazing ministry, you guys. I'm going to tell you more about her, but I just love her ministry for stepmoms. It is just so inspiring. I love that you just stand on the word of God, Cheryl. You are such a strong woman of faith and it truly is inspiring. But you guys, I want to share with you more about Cheryl. She is wife to Jonathan, stepmom. She has authored four books, including her most recent, Waiting to be Wanted, A Stepmom's Guide to Loving Before Being Loved. And she's also the founder of Stepmom Sanity. So uh, Cheryl, welcome. Again, we're so glad that you're here. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you so much. And let's get started. I know we just talked a little bit about your bio, but we'd love to hear yeah. more about you. So tell us about you, your family, what you guys enjoy doing, anything that you would want the audience to know. Sure. Well, I have been married to Jonathan for now 15 years. And you all know that's like that's like 30 years in a traditional <laughs> family. So we feel like we are we have found our rhythm. We have a his and hers and hers actually combination of four kids. They include my bio daughter who's 30 and his two bio children who are 27 and 24. And then his bonus child from his first marriage, who is about 38 years old right now. So Finally, I think I would say after about 15 years, we feel like family. We really mm. do. Uh, Jonathan actually was a guest at my first wedding. So we were friends in high school and friends in college. So I like to say he's been at both weddings, once as a guest and once as a groom. And uh, we just, we really enjoy one another. We just have such a good time together. We love traveling. As a matter of fact, our children just planned our next family trip. They want to go to Maine. And I don't ask me why. I was hoping like for, you know, Acapulco or, you know, <laughs> some, something hot. But they're like, no, no, no. We want to go someplace where nobody has been. So we are a family that loves travel, that loves adventure. I, I think my most adventurous time was photographing a cheetah in um, Africa. I was down on the on the ground in the bush and he was about 20 feet away jonathan was about 20 feet behind me so <laughs> it was like somebody has got to live to tell the story yeah. <laughs> so 
The, the, I love that. That is so funny. The classic, the classic uh, analogy there is if you're in confronting with the tiger, you only have to run faster than the person behind than you. Than the other person. That's yeah, right. That, that's, that's how you survive that. <laughs> well, that's awesome. No, I love that. Well, and I love that you said Maine. Scott and I have been talking for years now. We're like, mm -hmm. we need to go to Maine because we've heard it's so beautiful up there. But I'm the same as you, Charlotte. I'm like, give me the beach, give me the sand, like the yes. warmth, the ocean. I love that. But yeah, you're going to have to tell us how that goes because I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I, I think it will be. We have one of the, every kid has an assignment. One of them is planning all of the excursions. So I said, do what you want to, but let's go well watching. We have to do that. So. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's going to be amazing. Well, Cheryl, and, and I want to point out, you know, you and I share a commonality that, that, that you and I are both step parents. And mm -hmm. as I was reading this title, you know, a step mom's guide, I just inserted step dad's guide too. <laughs> to loving before being loved. And, and we've talked about this so many times on the podcast. We know step parents, we go through, we go through a process to be loved. Yes, and, and we make a choice uh, at, a, at really at a later time than that child came into the world to step in and love them. And I, and I, I just, I know there are step parents that are watching this. There's a lot of step moms, yeah. but maybe a few step dads too. And I just want, you know, to encourage those people that, you know, hey, there is a loved part of that story. And just because you're waiting, maybe for a, a little bit of a time, there is a loved part. And I know you as a, a stepchild mm -hmm. experience that as well. So I've, I've heard it on both sides of the coin. You know, Vanessa tells her story about kind of waiting and, and, and how her stepdad became one of her best friends when she was in her 20s. And then obviously I've been a step parent for uh, about 10 years now, and I'm starting to see that kind of reciprocal love coming back. So thank you for writing this book, because I know there are step parents who struggle and they need to be reminded that their reward is sometimes delayed. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for mentioning stepdad because truth is universal, right? It is. It doesn't exist for just one group of people. And although our focus was stepmoms, that doesn't mean that anyone, stepdad, bio mom, anyone who feels like they are being challenged in their relationship right now couldn't pick that pick up mm -hmm. and, and find a principle that they could then begin to walk out. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's so good. And Cheryl, I just want to hear more. What was your heart behind writing Waiting to be Wanted? And what, you know, what you hoped that that stepmoms will and like you just said, anybody who were to pick it up, whether it's a stepmom, stepdad, bio mom, bio dad, um, reading reading it will get out of it. Thank you so much for that question. You know, my heart behind it was the things that I learned on my journey. I didn't have anyone telling me how to do it. I really relied on wisdom, on on whatever training I, I did receive and the power of the Holy Spirit to walk me through. And I wanted to make it easier for the next person. What is the scripture that tells us to comfort others with the same comfort that you've received? So what God had given me I felt called to, if you will, to make that available to other people so that they can have an easier time walking through, maybe uh, managing their expectations a little better than I did, yeah. possibly feeling as if, you know, I know this feels a little uncertain right now, but I know it can get better. <laughs> Just all of those things that, that I felt like I had to learn by, um, crawling over glass, if you will, right? So <laughs> I just wanted to make it easier for the next person. 
No, I love that. And I love that what I love about your ministry um, so much, Cheryl, is it's, it's so, it's, so centered around the word of God. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people in blended families, stepmoms, stepdads, and even biological parents, where there are times in this blended journey where we feel alone and like we don't have community and that we don't have those resources or the answers. And I love that you provide that um, specifically for stepmoms and blended families, but that you even, but to have a book and to have a guide to share your experiences. And the, the, the word tells us that um, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and just being able to write out of those hard places, be able to write out of the seasons where you had to crawl through glass and that pain. I think it just resonates so much with people who are in that right now. And it gives them a hope um, for what can be and some some semblance of a, hey, I did this, maybe it'll work for you, maybe it won't. Um, but you can share that story of how God um, walked you through that faithfully and how you came out the other side. I think it's so important for us to share our stories because our stories are simply just woven into God's larger story. Yeah. It's important for other people to know it's not just me. I'm not alone and that I can walk through this as well. I have a friend who says it like this. She she had a very horrible situation arise in her marriage after 30 some odd years in marriage. She didn't know that her husband was kind of trolling her family looking for victims and he had victimized her sisters and, and a couple of nieces. And she, the way that she ended up forgiving him and loving him back to Christ was amazing. And how she says it is, yes, this happened to me. Now let's talk about Jesus. I, I'm going to be very open about the broken places in my life so that you can see the glory of God in my life. And you will know that it's not just for me. Mm, man, that is so good. And that is so powerful. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I love another kind of sidetrack of, of, I think, the benefit of this book that um, if you kind of look at, you know, blended families and I think a lot of people uh, don't succeed because of a lackluster uh, result of expectations. So mm -hmm. a lot of people go into marriage with a set of expectations. And I know bio parents and, and, and as they look at their children and as they look at the step parent being inserted, they may have an expectation of what that will look like. They may have an expectation of what the child will experience or that that step-parent will experience. I love that this is a resource that says, hey, you need to really peer into the heart and mind of a step-parent um, and learn what that's like. You, if you're a bio parent who's not a step-parent, you really don't know what that feels like. Mm. You need to understand what a step-parent, uh, their journey is. Um, what their delayed gratification scale is and all the things that they're dealing with in terms of how do I love this child and how do I cope with uh, sometimes extreme disappointment or comparison uh, or you know lack of ability to, to sometimes uh, govern or control the household because of these things. So again, I love that it speaks to really both. So if you're uh, even a bio parent, and you're needing to understand and you want to improve, this is a great resource to get into the, to the minds and the hearts of step parents. 
Thank you for that. Isn't it amazing how far empathy takes us? Because that's really what you're talking about. You're talking about just empathize with the person, get up from your side of the table, go to the other side of the table and see from the other person's perspective what you are both experiencing. Um, you know, I like to use the analogy of sitting at a table for that, that I can, we can look at the sky and the sky I'm looking at is blue, but the sky you're looking at could be stormy. And so we have a different experience in the same experience. And so that's really what you're talking about. And thank you so much for mentioning that because I do think it's a good resource for bio parents or non-step parents to pick up and say, you know what? I didn't realize that maybe my my child's step parent is struggling and I'm contributing to the struggle by how I'm engaging with the child. And, and if I can just be a little bit more empathetic and see this from her standpoint or his standpoint, then we can do better for the children. We can do better for the children. Yeah, no, that is so good. Well, Cheryl, I wanted to ask this question. So um, one thing that, um, and you just speak so well to this, and, and it's talking about why the gap between what you're praying for in your blended family and what you're experiencing is so hard and how we wait well during it. And I know, I, I know you get it and I know we get it as a ministry. People reach out all the time and they're needing prayer and they're just not <coughs> seeing um, maybe the fruit of their prayers yet, or they're not being answered yet. And, and there's, there's the, the frustration and in, in sitting in that. Um, but I, I know that you speak so well to this. So can you give us your thoughts on that? Sure. Well, you know, when you stub your toe, everything else goes out of your mind other than the pain that you're experiencing in that moment. And the only thing you want in that moment is for the pain to be gone. Yeah. And that is the frustration that we face when we are waiting on the hearts of someone to turn towards us. We're frustrated. We feel misunderstood. We feel overlooked. We may feel disrespected. And we have all of that along with a longing to be connected or at least be accepted in the role that we now have. That can be very disheartening. And so our, our focus tends to be on relieving that emotional pain. We wait well actually by shifting our focus. We have got to shift from the pain that we're experiencing to God, how do you want me to show up in, in, in this role, given the circumstances that I am in? Because I will speak to something that you said earlier, Scott. There is no guarantee that this child's heart is going to turn towards you, but there is a guarantee that you can have peace and you can have joy and that you will have a well done from the father if you can move through this role with that perspective. If you can say, you know what, I, I am not in this for what I can get, but for what I can give. Mm -hmm. And I think shifting our perspective that way while we're waiting kind of lessens a little bit of the frustration. It doesn't remove all of it. Listen, this is not an easy journey by any means whatsoever, but it can become an easier journey when we rely on the Holy Spirit, when we ask the Lord to help us, to strengthen us, to do the things that he's calling us to do, when we grab a hold of some practical tools and communication skills and all the other things that you and I and other ministries talk about, when we grab a hold of those things, it can become easier. Yeah. Yeah. The, the expectation side of prayer is is something that I think a lot of people misunderstand is this concept that 
I'm, I'm asking for something. And, and, and God wants us to, re, to lay our request on him. But that answer may be different than what we're asking for. Mm-hmm. The time frame may be different. God may change your heart in a sense that your desires become different or maybe they become more aligned with his will. So just because we're praying for something doesn't mean that we're going to get and see the answer that we think we should see. Mm-hmm. You know, listen, I I was recently, so interesting that you bring this up. I was recently praying about something that I had been praying about over many, many years. And I was in my devotion time and I said to the Lord, you know, Lord, I feel like you're saying no to this. And I picked up my little devotion book and I opened up and the first line read, you've got to align your will with my will and trust that when I deny what you're asking is because my plan for you is best. And, And so in the waiting, what happens is God meets us when we lay these things before him. And this wasn't my first rodeo. I mean, they had told me I wasn't going to have children. And I remember having to surrender that desire to the Lord. And eventually I was able to have a child. Um, This time it was a little more difficult because you're talking again about the hearts of other people were involved. So it's not just me involved in this case. And I had to surrender my desire for connection in my family and say, God, Will you meet me here? Will you strengthen me here where, where I'm at? Because I can't do this without your power, without your help, without your grace. And thankfully, the word tells us in Corinthians that God is, he is able to give us grace upon grace upon grace uh, so that we abound in grace in every good work. No, oh, that's yeah. so good. And what I hear you saying, Cheryl, is it's, it's all about our posture in mm-hmm. in that waiting. You know, it's it's, Okay, God, I'm going to trust you in this and posturing ourselves. Um, because it's when we're praying for, so to speak, when we're praying for the rain, right? Are we in that time? Um, are we preparing the land? Are we preparing ourselves to receive that? And, and in the waiting, when we can posture ourselves, you know, like you said, Scott, it's, we don't know when, when or how, or we you know what God is going to do, but we can trust that he is faithful and whether we see it earth side or maybe not. And it's after, you know, we've gone the way we can trust that, um, he's going to do what he has always intended to do in that situation. Um, and so now I love that. And I think that is, that's just beautiful. Yeah. One last thing I want to add on this, and and it's just kind of occurred to me as we were sitting here talking and I'm, I was kind of staring at the title of this book and I was just thinking about kind of the way a step parent looks at a, at a child. And it just, it it dawned on me. That's a lot of the way God looks at us. Mm. You know, you look at this waiting to be wanted, you know, loving before you were loved. So, you know, yes. I mean, this is this is the way our father looks at us and is like, I'm just waiting on you and I'm just yes. waiting for you to turn this way. And I'm loving you even before you love me. I'm still loving you. Um, and that's I think it's a great representation of what step parents deal with. I, I know bio parents, they, they love unconditionally, too. But step parents, they, they have a process in there. And I just think it's awesome that you you took the things that you experienced in your life you had the heart to write this down on paper and then give it to somebody else and say, hey, you don't have to struggle alone. There is, there's something good here for you. 
I bet your clients love you because that's exactly where <laughs> we were coming from. That was so insightful. That's exactly what what this mo- this model is. How how to and that's what God calls us to do to love like yes. Jesus in in our families. You know, I, I recall when the Lord had asked me to. Uh, when I was moving into this role and I said, okay, well, father, I, I don't know how to be a blessing to my stepchildren. Uh, how do I do that? And and the Lord said, well, you have the love of God shattered brought in your heart by the Holy spirit. And you have a model. It, you do what Jesus said. Now love each other with the love that I've loved you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I can do that even to my heart. And I do want to um, say to the listeners, don't be discouraged if you don't see what you're looking for and and please don't stop praying because it may or may not come to pass because again like we have said throughout our conversation we're having a 20 minute conversation and it can sound easy when we're just giving you an overview Um, i know it's not easy but i will encourage you to hang in there your father is what he meets us in the waiting I like to say, and while there, he teaches us how to love children, not biologically our own, who may be rejecting us. And Scott, you said it perfectly. It is is exactly the way that he loves us. Mm. Yeah. I love that. that. Man, that's good. Well, I'm excited for the resource and I'm excited to get it into the hands of of anybody who's listening. So if you're listening to this, you got to go grab this book. This is awesome. Um, we're coming kind of to the end of our time together, and I want to ask you, you know, what encouragement or advice would you give uh, our blended family? I mean, and we have, again, we have a large audience of different types of people who watch the podcast, but what advice is on your heart that you would like to tell our audience today? Yeah, I think I just kind of said it. Stay in the game, right? Don't give up. Listen, it takes you know, the the statistics are all over the place. Some say as little as four years, some say as much as five, seven, 10 years for a blended family to find their blend, to find their rhythm. But many of those couples are giving up within the first four or five years of marriage. I just want to encourage you, don't give up. God is fighting for you. And and as long as you are willing to do the hard stuff, to to, um, get beyond you know, I don't want to sound crass, but get beyond the end of your nose mm-hmm. and 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 kind of look for the long game. I It will get better. Even if it's not the way you want it, it will get better. That's for sure. Yeah. No, oh, that's such that. good advice, Cheryl. Well, this is our staple last question that we like to ask everybody. Um, sure. But Blended Kingdom Families, the name of the ministry, what is a blended kingdom family to you, Cheryl? Well, you know, when I think of the kingdom, I think that God has a comprehensive agenda that reaches every single area of our life, finances, sex life, marriage, singlehood, whatever it is, God has something to say about it. And he wants to reign in that particular area. So when I think of blended kingdom family, I think of a blended family that's allowing the reign of God in their life. And you can see it evident as they struggle, as they have triumphs, as they are have hard times, as they have good times. The thread that runs through their family is that God is king. Oh, yeah. man, Love that's that. powerful. Love so that. Good. 
Well, where we want everyone, Cheryl, to be able to find your amazing resource. So we have we have your book, you have a study guide, companion workbook. So can you tell our audience where they can find all of your information, find you, follow you in the ministry? Sure. Well, you can follow the ministry stepmomsanity.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Stepmom Sanity. Of course, the podcast is Stepmom Sanity. It's very easy to find. It's just Stepmom Sanity, Sanity wherever you go. Stepmom you can purchase Sanity. Yes. Stepmom Sanity. Yes. You can purchase the book on stepmomsanity.com, amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles, wherever books are sold. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cheryl, for just all of your wisdom and your mm -hmm. insight. I know you've been doing ministry for a while now, and and you guys, if y'all aren't following her, you've you've got to follow her. I, I just love all of just your positivity and just the truth that you put out there, Cheryl. It's um, again, it's so inspiring, and it's just hope giving. Thank you so much. I feel the exact same about you also. Whatever you all are doing, I'm like, okay, you need to be a part of what they're doing. So, <laughs> Well, I love it. We love partnerships. We love partnering together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cheryl, thanks for your time today. Going to love your book uh, and go write some more. You got more yes, wisdom to share. Yes, so we need it. Go, uh, go, go knock you. out another book. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, absolutely just amazing time with Cheryl Shoemake. Please go grab her book. Uh, the, the, the link will be in this uh, show notes. Guys, have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.